I have a word to share today and the title will be Take Ye Away the Stone. Take Away the Stone. And it will make sense when I go into this message. And I'll be exhorting preaching from the book of St. John chapter 11. And I'm going to start to read. And let the words enter your heart. Let your faith grow. This is an amazing account just before about a week, a week and a half before the crucifixion of our Lord Jesus Christ. And three days later, thank God the resurrection, amen. Now a certain man, a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. So Lazarus, this Lazarus is Mary's who anointed Jesus' feet with a hair, Mary's brother, and Martha, another sister of Lazarus. Therefore his sisters sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister Mary and Lazarus. When he heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. Then after that, saith he to his disciples, let us go into Judea again. And his disciples said unto him, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone thee, and goest thou hither again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not, because he seeth the light of this world. But if a man walk in the night, he stumbles, because there is no light in him. These things said he, and after that he said unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that I may awake him out of sleep. From the moment Jesus heard that his friend Lazarus was sick, he knew exactly what he was going to do, and that's why he abode still for two whole days rather than rushing over to Lazarus. And that's why he made the statement that the sickness is not unto death, 
but we'll see. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. They didn't know what he was going to do. Howbeit, Jesus spake of his death, that they thought that he had spoken of taking a rest in sleep. Then said Jesus unto them, plainly, instead of saying he's sleeping, Lazarus is dead. And I am glad for your sakes that I was not there. To the intent you may believe. Now that's extraordinary statement for the Lord to make. That he is glad for their sakes. To say, I am glad for your sakes that I was not there. To the intent you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go on to him. So Thomas, it's called Didymus, said unto his fellow disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave four days already. Lazarus had been dead, lying in the grave four days already. Now, Bethany was nigh unto Jerusalem. I'm just rushing through this little bit here. And many of Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them. Then Martha, as soon as she heard Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it to thee. Jesus said unto her, thy brother shall rise again. Martha said, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. But Jesus replied and said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? She said unto him, Yeah, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. And when she had so said, she went her way and called Mary her sister secretly, saying, The Master is come and calls for thee. As soon as she heard that she, as soon as she heard that, she, which is Mary, arose quickly and came unto him. Now Jesus was not yet come into town, but was in that place where Martha met him. The Jews then, which were with her in the house, and comforted her when they saw Mary, that she rose up hastily and went out, followed her, saying, Seek goeth unto the grave to weep there. <clears throat> then when Mary was come, where Jesus was, and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. 
Remember those two statements from both Martha and Mary. The first thing they said when they saw the Lord Jesus Christ was if, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. They said the same thing, if. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. And Jesus said, Where have you laid him? And they said unto him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. That's the shortest verse in the Bible. Jesus wept. He could feel their heart cry. Their agony, their grief, their grief, the sadness. And he wept. And he said to the Jews, Behold, then, then said the Jews, Behold how he loved him. And Jesus really loved Lazarus. And some of them said, Could not this man, which opened the eyes of the blind, have caused that even this man should not have died? Jesus therefore again, groaning in himself, comes to the grave. It was a cave and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, take ye away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, said unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh. For he has been dead four days. He has been dead four days. Now many of us, and I certainly include myself, would have had a Martha or a Mary moment. If you would have been here, Lord, this would not have happened. How many times have we not come before the Lord? Something tragic happen in our lives and we go to the Lord but the Lord is turning it around and even now they're wondering he's been four days he's been dead four days he must be stinking and now Jesus replies because thus far they have seen Jesus healing the sick They've seen Jesus performing miracles, but Jesus was about to raise their faith. And remember, this is only just probably the last miracle before he goes on the cross. And he had to go all out. He had to take away every limit and every constraint of the faith that people had in Jesus. He had to raise it to a whole different level that we can truly believe that with man it is impossible but with God all things are possible hallelujah that there are no restrictions if you've seen him heal he can do greater than that if you've seen him do this he can do greater than that and this is what he was about to do and he replies with the exact same word that was the first word to roll out of Mary and to roll out of Martha's mouth. If 
Remember, I said to you, remember the word. And now he replies straight back to them. Said I not unto thee, this is Jesus speaking, as the stone is being rolled away from that cave. Said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou see the glory of God. Said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldst see the glory of God. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. He called Lazarus' soul back into his body. And lo and behold, he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave cloth, and his face bound about with a napkin. Lazarus was resurrected from the dead. Hallelujah. They had not seen that before. Amen. They'd seen all these wonderful and great miracles. And now they're astonished. He raises the dead. And there is Lazarus. And all those that said, it's been four days. Surely it's too late. I'm saying to you, whatsoever you've been through or what you're going through right now, it is never too late for Jesus to do a miracle. It is never too late for Jesus to do the impossible. That's his expertise. That's what he loves to do. He, he will do it for you as he did it for them. Hallelujah. God has his very own time, praise God, and takes glory in all of it. Because with God, nothing is impossible. May this raise your faith to a whole new different level. As this is why Jesus abode still for two days. For all this to play out exactly as he had it done. And he said, lose him and let him go. But I want to just quickly, because I'm very conscious of time... Go back to the title, because let us not miss this one thing. Jesus did the impossible. But before he did that, he said to them to do something. As if this is important. Because Jesus can speak to a stone and the stone will definitely move. Jesus can speak to a mountain and the mountain will disappear. But Jesus said to them, take ye, that's the plural for you, so all of you, take ye, all you there that are watching, take away the stone. He wasn't going to take away the stone because sometimes we have to take away a stone. Something that is in the way.
for Jesus to perform the impossible. Maybe it's unforgiveness. Maybe it's secret sin. Maybe it's fear. Maybe it's anger that's gone over too long, way beyond the sun setting down on it. Whatever it may be, we have the Holy Spirit to ask. But they had to remove the stone and then the voice of the living Christ, the I am and the resurrection went straight into the cave and brought Lazarus back from the dead. So I close soon in that prayer that there shall be no hindrance between us, you, me, all of us, and the miracle working power of God that the Holy Spirit may supernaturally reveal to each and every one of us. If there is a stone, if there is a hindrance, if there is some blockage that we can remove ourselves with repentance, with prayer, and with obedience to God, so that this mighty miracle working power of God that is as alive today as it was in these wonderful Bible days. And I believe even greater today because God is about to do something, praise God. It will not all end without the glory of God as it was said here to, for us to see the glory of God. So if we believe after removing that stone, we shall see the glory of God. May I close in prayer with you? Father, I pray right now with all of us in Jesus' holy name that through the Holy Spirit abiding in us, that you be so gracious to reveal to us if and what is a hindrance, just the slightest of hindrance in receiving the full blessing of you flowing in our lives. For you have come to give life and abundant. We have chosen the blessing and rejected the curse if there is anything that we need to change or repent of, let us know through the Holy Spirit. And let us be right before you. And we thank you for your grace. And we thank you that by faith we will see the glory of you, Lord. In Jesus' name. We pray, amen.